Welcome to The Brain Factor, hosted by myself, Joy Riddle, and Laura Hawley. We're a part of Meridian Behavioral Healthcare, where we believe that wellness is within everyone's reach. This podcast is a conversation about what research-based protective factors look like in real life. Our hope is that you'll walk away with something that you can use in your own life and have had some fun with us along the way. So let's get started. Hi, and welcome to The Brain Factor. I'm Laura. I'm Joy. And we're going to talk today on the one about control, about one of my favorite topics, Mm -hmm. which is control, because I like to have it. Yeah. But I don't always find that I can. And I think that's a common um, issue that uh, does affect people's stress levels and coping and all of that stuff. So I want to kind of unpack that today. Um, You know, what, what are the things within our control? What are the things we can't control? How do we tell the difference? Um, and I know you and I don't agree on everything on this we, topic. So. We don't agree on everything. So let's no. dive in. Okay. So what do you want to talk about? What's out of control or in control? <sighs> okay. So uh, let's start with the uncomfortable first. What are some of the things that we can't control? Um, other people's behaviors or beliefs. Yeah. I think that's the fundamental one that... Like, you know, when you, when you, when you ask anybody like what's in your control, what's out of your control, it's like, oh, I can control me and I can't control other people. Right. right? So I think fundamentally we, we have a grasp on that, but when you start breaking that out, that starts to get more complicated than it seems at initial glance. Right. Um, when we have influence Mm -hmm. where I guess, I guess that's what I'm trying to get to. What's the, what's the line in influence versus control? Cause I can't control someone else's behavior, but like the way that I treat them the choices that I make in my behavior can influence what I'm getting. Yeah. Cause I, well, I can also choose not to be around them. Sure. Sure. So that's boundaries. That's Mm -hmm. something we do have control over, Mm -hmm. right? Is who's in my life and who's not. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I can uh, choose, yeah, well, it's going to go back to boundaries again with other people, you know, sure. what you what you can talk to me about. There's been um, people in my life that have said, you know what, we're not going to have this conversation anymore. Yeah. These topics, like with a really good friend, these topics we decided were off limits between the two of us. Yeah, that's not part of our friendship. It was, yeah. yeah, we just can't talk about these things. <laughs> Yeah, I think having boundaries is probably the the hardest thing, and it, it it's I think that's one of the big things that we can control that does not feel like we can most yeah. of the time, mm-hmm. right? Because there's a lot of other layers. You know, we talked like like last episode when we were talking about emotional clutter, that gets very cluttered emotionally. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I I can technically I'm capable of saying, you know, I don't want you in my life or, or this isn't healthy or this is what I need. But then all of those, like, well, what are they going to think of me? And what's that going to happen? And what are the ramifications and who else is going to be mad at me? And does that make me a bad person? And like all of those things, right. All of those things clutter the core issue of like, no, I actually get to have boundaries even when it's hard. Yeah. So I think that's one that's complicated. We can, we can control it, but it's complicated. Hmm. You know, maybe some people feel like they can't control it. Yeah. Yeah. We feel like some of those decisions are being made for us Mm -hmm. when boundaries aren't being respected. Mm -hmm. So maybe we've put the boundary in place, but if we can't control what other people are going to do, then that means we can't control how they're going to react to that boundary. can't control what you think about me. Yeah. 
other people's opinions and thoughts and interpretations of who you are and what mm-hmm. your behavior is. Yeah. That's a hard one. I, you know, I, I heard that like a phrase recently, like other people's opinions of me is not my business. Right. But like, it feels like my business because mm-hmm. it's about me. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's, but it's not. Yeah. So that's an interesting one. Um, the, uh, the past and the future. Yeah. The past seems very clear cut to me. Like I can't isn't, control isn't that. Isn't that where over. anxiety lives? Absolutely. In the past that and the is, future. Yep. We that's where anxiety lives. We're either we're either anxious about things that have already happened or about what may or may not um, happen um, it, that's yet to come, right? Very rarely do we have anxiety about the present. We have nervousness sometimes, but yeah. you know, actual anxiety lives in the past and the future. Um, the future is a tricky one in terms of control too, because you know, it, Maybe some people would put it in that bucket, and some people would say it's in control. Some would say it's out of control, and I think it's going to have a lot to do with your spiritual beliefs. Do you believe there's a master plan, and this is just going to happen? Sure. How it's going to happen, or you know, I don't know. That's a loaded one. It's a. It really is very, a loaded very one. And loaded. I didn't catch that the first time we talked about these mm-hmm. things, but me either. But it's like I can. There are things I can do now that I have control over. Mm-hmm. that are going to change, impact, or otherwise the color of, my future, mm-hmm. right? right? And what that looks like. But you get hit by a car. But I could get hit by, <laughs> by a, car, a car. And I can't and control you that. Can't control and that. it could rain tomorrow, and I can't control that. Right, and yeah. I don't know what the future's going to hold in terms of you know society and the world and all kinds of different things. Yeah, there could be some type of automation that you've studied for this engineering thing or whatever forever and then there's some type of somebody invents something yeah they invent something yeah which is ironic that maybe you're the engineer that (laughs) invented it whoops yeah um but but yeah so i i think maybe that maybe just saying the future is too broad Mm. right so there are elements of the future that are and then you know it kind of comes down to well i don't know what i don't know because it hasn't happened yet so maybe that's where the lack of control really falls there, you know, I, I think that's... And the that's, anxiety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the anxiety because we, you know, not knowing is is incredibly hard for most of us. Yeah. You know, I, I think that's an uncomfortable place to be. Um, we can control like our response to things yeah. and our self-talk that goes along with that and the, and the words that we use and how, how we respond to people. That's something I I do see and feel that is firmly within our control. Again, uncomfortable sometimes, mm-hmm. but firmly within our control. Where I think that gets confusing is we can control our self-talk, but intrusive thoughts are a real thing. And um, that we... F- the... When they show up, that's something that we may or may not have control over their existence, but we can have control over what we do when they enter. Now, if if that's part of some sort of a mental health disorder or challenge, we may not be able to do that on our own, right? So like OCD is a really good example that comes with intrusive thoughts. Mm -hmm. If we're having those and we're finding that we can't control those, we can. Ultimately, there are tools out there, therapeutic tools, but we probably need the guidance of a a therapist or a licensed counselor to sort of help us unpack that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think knowing that that is ultimately at some point going to be within our control is uh, can be comforting um, on that path to healing. Yeah. Um, but generally speaking, the self-talk we can control. We can introduce new 
things on purpose that's yeah. happening in there. Well, a little earlier when we were, ta- you and I were talking about this before we started this, we had um, talked about what we consume. Yeah. So that's, that's a big <clears throat> one. That's one I'm, I'm, I'm talking with my teenage daughter about a mm-hmm. lot these days. Yeah. Right. So like what we consume, you know, I think, I think a lot of people have heard already like, Oh, you become like the five people you spend the most time around. Right. That's, that's a thing that's, that's out there. But, but what about like everything we are reading and watching and listening to mm-hmm. and viewing and, um, uh, social media and TikTok and all of those messages that are just getting consistently thrown mm-hmm. at us, right? What are we consuming? And 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 I, I think there's an argument there when you start talking about algorithms, yeah. about how much is in your control and how much is not. Mm-hmm. What I are think your this, thoughts on this, that? I don't really... Uh, so... I think algorithms, I think algorithms, I would say they're out of your control. Okay. Mm -hmm. See, I disagree. I know. I I was just setting you up to disagree with me. I know you disagree. (laughs) Well, and and here's the thing. Like when when we did the the research on this, algorithms did fall Mm -hmm. outside of our control. And I really took issue with that because I think that it's based on what we are consuming, right? So it's based on if I'm continuing to engage and interact and like and follow and watch certain content, then I'm going to continue to get that content back. It's it's a bit of a mirror. And so if I change what I'm consuming, then the algorithm is going to give me something different. Still not controlling it. How do you figure you're just not. I mean, it's creating a prediction about you, but it's going to serve you social media through algorithms. It's going to serve you what it thinks should go to you, not what you want to see necessarily. But I've given it all of the information. I guess that's where I'm where I'm stuck. Like if I'm baking cookies and yeah. I put all of the ingredients together, mm-hmm. I have control over that now I have cookies, right? Mm, I disagree. How? You might have control over your cookies because you have control over something bigger and you have control over your kitchen. Okay. But with algorithms, they're outside of your kitchen. So you're going to put your sugar and your, you know, milk or whatever, chocolate chips and walnuts in your cookies. But then it's going to go outside of the kitchen that you can control. And someone's going to throw some dirt in there. Okay. Or they're going to throw something else in there that you don't want. You might get your cookies back and they could be dog poop cookies. Oh, that doesn't sound good at all. Because <laughs> I took your cookies that was out of your control. You put yeah. all your ingredients, but I decided based on what you put in there, I wanted to put in raisins and you hate raisins in your chocolate. Okay. Okay. So that element of I'm making the assumption, right? Mm-hmm. So because you like chocolate chips, you must also like butterscotch. And now you've thrown that in my right. cookies and mm-hmm. I don't actually really like butterscotch. Right. I didn't ask for that. I didn't control that part. Right. Okay. So the formulatic piece mm-hmm. is the part that we can't control. That's I'll buy the part that where bit. I say, well, no, I don't think you're really, you're not in control of your algorithms. Because you know what? If they wanted to say if Zuckerberg wanted to change his algorithm, he can change his algorithm tomorrow and say, if you look for shoes on the internet, 
we're going to serve you cars. Okay. And then in my mind, I didn't really put that out there. No, right? you didn't put that okay. out into the universe. Okay. Yeah. All not right. that he would do that, maybe no, he would, I don't but know. we're not the ones building the algorithms, mm -hmm. right? I think algorithms is such an important conversation in the mental health world because yeah. it's it's feeding us back what we're going to consume. Mm -hmm. and, and those things that we're consuming on social media are... Um, are induced different emotions. They involve different triggers. They make yeah. us sad. They make us happy. They make us laugh. They, you know, all of those different things. And so I think that's an overlooked conversation in the mental health arena that I think is really, really important because, you know, if, if particularly looking at TikTok, right? TikTok is, is, you know, the first platform that's really nailing the whole, you know, it's it's cultivated to the user. So my TikTok is a completely different experience mm -hmm. than my 14-year-old's TikTok, than mm -hmm. your TikTok would mm -hmm. be, right? Like it's a completely curated experience. And I think it's being sold to people as you are controlling that. So we, we, we feel that false sense of control because we're getting... Served what they want to serve you. And we're being told, well, you yeah. like this. Yes. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, particularly on a developing brain, like, oh, well, yeah. I must like this. This is cool then, right? This is mm -hmm. funny. You know, yeah. the conversations I'm having with my daughter is how many things do you laugh at because they show up on your feed? Yeah. And, you know, she likes funny cat videos. And, mm -hmm. you know, like there was one that was actually kind of mean mm -hmm. you know it was bordering on like you know is that animal cruelty right mm -hmm. and i was like well why did you laugh and she's like i don't know it's just like another funny cat video right because right? mm -hmm. i'm supposed to laugh at funny cat videos because i like funny cat videos right, right? and i think we're losing our discernment mm -hmm. um because things are being sort of force-fed to us as this goes in your bucket of funny and you like this right yeah. um so i think that's the emotional danger of algorithms as well mm -hmm. um I like to mess with mine every now and then, mm -hmm. like just look at something random or weird or, you know, like, like the, have you ever tried the, like, uh, talking in front of your phone about something over oh, and over and over yeah. again and see if you start to get targeted ads for it? <laughs> or, or you start, you go in and you start searching for certain, you know, pocketbook or something that you like. So it'll come up in your husband's feed because you're on the same. <laughs> That's IP brilliant. Address. Oh, I for Christmas, what? good Christmas gifts, coach bag, and then it starts serving it to everybody in the house. That's we Another need to like you're edit that control. part out so that no one knows that secret because that's brilliant. I love that. I love that. I want a trip to. Oh, I love that. I love that. But but it, it's interesting because how much of that though, like the power of mm -hmm. suggestion. And, yeah. and persuasion, right? So mm -hmm. like, you know, um, you know, there, there was a, there was an article that I read uh, a while ago, there was a couple, they tried to pick like the most random thing they could possibly think of that they don't talk about mm -hmm. ever. Yeah. So they did cat litter because they didn't have cats, right? So they would, and they never typed it, they never Google searched it, but consistently over and over. And it took like a week or so where they were talking about cat litter and cat litter. And all of a sudden they started getting cat ads litter. for cat litter yeah. and cat food. Right. Mm -hmm. There's that whole, I threw butterscotch in your cookies thing, yes. cat food. Right. Uh -huh. And like, if, if that wasn't curated by them as an experiment, like, I don't know, maybe you start thinking, should we get a cat? Maybe we should get a cat. Right. Mm -hmm. So like when that's in your environment, whatever that is, that's being, that's being mm -hmm. consistently introduced, what we're consuming, 
Um, I think that has an influence on then what we think we want, how we view things that are popular, how we view things that are funny, how we view, I mean, you see that in politics too, mm-hmm. like, you know, that as we're leaning, you know, politically one way or the other, and we're looking at those articles and we're looking at those videos, all of a sudden that becomes all we see. And now we're not as balanced. Right. right. And unfortunately, there's a group for everything out there or there's so maybe maybe i'm conservative maybe you're conservative and i'm looking at some conservative stuff and then it starts to skew further and further further sure yeah and then then you're starting getting you know where this is like okay you are just literally hanging off the right end of the continuum by a pinky nail type right. stuff is like, coming like to you. Weird yeah. real quick. Or the other yeah. side, I'm liberal and now I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm hanging like off I'm the, hanging left, off the yeah, left side. Absolutely. Just hanging on by a little tiny thread. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then and then I think we're we're creating this the, I think the danger in that, like the mm-hmm. greater societal danger in that is that, you know, we, we look a lot like in this in this industry and in the substance misuse industry and we look at social norms, right? We yeah. look at like what is generally accepted and considered normal and are those things fundamentally helping or hurting a problem, right? Well, when our social norms become individualized, mm-hmm. right? So like your social norms may be different now than mine because of all of these curated experiences and what we're consuming, mm-hmm. um, that becomes harder. It becomes harder to correct that because it starts to present as individualism and it starts to just look like people are different and we have different, right? But then there's more and more and more division because it's we're getting so entrenched in what we're being fed. Mm-hmm. But again, you know, I, I get the point about the part of the algorithm we can't control, but ultimately that did all begin with what we are consuming. And I think that's the lesson here. It does. You yeah. Know? And that's the lesson here, I think, in terms of what we can control and what we can't and why it's important is, you know, being mindful of what we're consuming and how much of it we are consuming, mm-hmm. um, I think is important. And beyond just like the things we kind of already know, like screen time and this and that and all that kind of stuff, but just what are we doing with that time? Yeah. And is it consistently the same thing? And how is that skewing what we're getting fed back? I would say that definitely with algorithms, it gives you the illusion of control. Oh, yes. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's it right there, that there's an illusion Mm -hmm. of control. um, If you really think about it, but, but, but for some folks, particularly, I think for young people, Mm -hmm. right, it's, they may not have that same level of awareness of the role the algorithms are playing. Yeah, they don't. Um, And so it just starts to look like, well, everybody's talking about this. Everyone's doing this. Mm -hmm. Everyone, when really the person is like, who's everyone? Right. Who is everyone? What are you doing? Everyone in this little box you're holding in front of your face is doing that. But that's like the person literally sitting next to you, looking at their own little box in their face is is doing something completely different. different. And I think increasing an awareness of that. uh, And again, it goes back to, too, like, if we are noticing that our stress levels are high and if we are noticing, particularly with the big stuff, like, are we feeling anxious about the state of the world, right? That's a real thing. I'm not minimizing that, right? Mm -hmm. But if we're feeling overly anxious about that or we're feeling overly anxious about larger issues or societal change or things like that, it's at least worth taking a look at. Are we Mm -hmm. getting overfed some information on that? And can we 
maybe we can't control it, but we have some influence there. We can give or different just being ingredients aware that what's going on is going on and being aware of that and knowing what to look out for. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. I think overwhelm of anything impacts yeah. our mental and emotional health, right? Um, so I think awareness, understanding what we can control, what we can influence. And I do think there's something comforting and a little bit freeing in knowing that some of these things, it's both. There are elements we can control and elements that we can't Mm -hmm. and things that just feel harder than others. You know, it's not as simple as just like, well, I can't control what you think of me. Therefore, I'm not stressed about that anymore. No, that's not real. (laughs) I want it to be. Right. Like I'm super still stressed about that. Right. But, but I, but I need to, to at least that's not, I think that control and not control is part of the conversation. But I think when it's the whole conversation, it oversimplifies a complex Mm -hmm. situation. Yeah. That makes sense. Which begs the question for me, Mm -hmm. like now if I've identified, okay, these are some things that are stressing me out. These are some things that are causing me some anxiety and I can't control them. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Or I start thinking about coping strategies and how I'm going to manage those things. Yeah, I think that's uh that's something we should talk about next time. What do you I think? think I think so too. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Brain Factor. Joy and I are so thrilled to be having these needed conversations. We'd love to hear your feedback on this episode. So if you could drop a comment or leave a review with your thoughts or any requests that you may have, it would be appreciated. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. Living a healthier and happier life starts with one step, and we're excited to be on this journey with you. Until next time.